And we are back on the Friday edition of Ariva Martin in Real Time. It's Avi Bernard here with you every Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Always such a pleasure to be engaged in the group chat here with uh, Danny Griffin, educator, entrepreneur, and motivational speaker, and Dr. Sean Fletcher, a professor at San Jose State University. And gentlemen, there's a game getting ready to start between Oregon and Washington State. So, uh, Dr. Fletcher, I want to start with you on this one as a former college fo football player someone who worked in the NFL, someone who is extremely knowledgeable on, on college football and, and just college sports in general. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this game because it's, it's very fascinating. And it's uh, Washington's third ranked, 12-0. Oregon's fifth ranked, 11-1. Their only loss was to no one else other than Washington. But that game was in Washington. This game's on a neutral field. Oregon, State, Oregon is 10-point favorites, 10 points. That's a lot of points mm. for... To, for a, a fifth uh, a fifth ranked team to be favored over a third ranked team, now if if uh, Oregon's quarter um, or rather uh, Washington's quarterback Michael Penix was hurt, then I, I could see that you know, maybe Oregon being favored by ten. But uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Who are you picking? Uh, you know what Washington has been my uh, against so probably my my better judgment. Washington has been my national championship favorite. Wow. For the better part of this, uh, around when I saw Michael Penix Jr. play, um, probably the second game of the season, and along the lines of of how college football is is trending anyway, just offense driven, right? Offense, you know the the, the old saying that defense wins championships and offense wins games. Well, with the new rules, not just in the pros but in college as well, offense can win games and championships nowadays. I don't see. Oregon making the adjustments enough to slow down what I think is a more well-rounded, solid team in Washington. I think it's going to be it's going to come down to the first team that that blinks. I was not um, impressed by the last couple of showings from from Washington, mm -hmm. but they pulled it out. And there's something to be said about winning ugly games. I, I have not seen Oregon win ugly games. I think it's, it's very well likely that it's going to come down to the, the, the quarterback that blinks between two Heisman hopefuls, Bo Nix and, and Michael Penix Jr. And over and above the, the Vegas odds makers, and far be it for me to go against their formulas because uh, they are eerily accurate, <laughs> all right? Uh, read into that as you choose to. Um, I, I, I'm still going to go with Washington. I'm going to stick with my, my early season uh, favorite for the national championship. So you're picking them to, to not only cover the 10-point spread but to win the game outright? Did not say cover the 10-point the <laughs> no, I, I will. I am. I'm, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. So you can you can put me down for that, and then possibly I'm going to regret it afterwards. Well, they're ten point underdogs. So if you think they're going to win the game, then they're you know, obviously they'll cover the spread. They too. have to. So um, yeah, they have to. But yeah, it's a really fascinating game, and and I will say just for for everyone listening and watching, I've asked Dr. Fletcher this question for you know who he's who he's got on three or four different occasions. He has not been wrong yet. He has not been wrong yet, and I'm talking about NBA, um, college football, NFL, and, you know, we, we don't pick every game, of course, but I've asked him on several occasions, and he's always been right, and, 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 and at times, I've had the, the opposing view, and I've been on the losing end of that, so 
I just got to get that out there. The jinx uh, is in. You have officially <laughs> jinxed me across the airwaves. Hey, well, that is the best way to do it is to jinx me on, on air, on KBLA. Hey, well, hey, I got money on Washington, so I hope I, I hope I didn't. But uh, Andy, what's on your mind, man? <laughs> Dr. Fletcher. Who are your picks for the in-season tournament real quick? Oh, he, oh, Andy's asking for your picks for the in-season tournament. I'm not sure if you heard him. Oh, yeah, I, I, I heard you. Um, it's it's going to be it's going to be difficult. Um, I may have to get a little bit more more thought. You catching me off guard a little bit. And I know we're going to talk a little basketball later. I, I got to think through it because in-season tournament is, is more about motivation, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of teams that are leaning into the motivation of getting some of their lower end roster players paid this 500k that they get Mm -hmm. and others that i would largely say are nba champion favorites are not Mm. so i gotta think through a little bit more of the motivation these teams have for this end season tournament and i don't think that the i don't think that the nba champion the eventual nba champion will likely have the motivation to win this end season tournament but it's it's hard for me. It's always hard for me to pick against Milwaukee and and um, and, uh, uh, and and Joker and and those teams. So it's difficult. But give me give me give me before we're off the air, Andy. I'll give you my pick. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, so Dr. Fletcher's going with uh, Washington here. Uh, Danny, who you got? Washington, Oregon. The game is underway. Uh, you pick in Washington or Oregon. As much as I love uh, Michael Phoenix Jr., uh, man, in, in Washington, man, I got to go with Oregon. Uh, if you look at – you just look at the history. I mean, in the past mm. 10 years, uh, Oregon has been in the game uh, four times since 2012. I mean, in the last five years, they've been in the game three times in the championship game. Won it in 2019, 2020, uh, came in second place to Utah 2021. I mean, Washington hasn't been there since 2018 and 2016, and it's just – it's hard to beat a team twice in a year in football. In football, mm-hmm. it's really, really hard, especially in conference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but this knocks, this may knock Washington, um, you know, a little further down the college uh, playoff uh, scheme of things, but they still may be in it. Even with the loss. Yes. And if that's true, mm. I hate to say this, but I may be giving up the T a little bit, but, you know, these in conference teams and some of these. Money making sports be looking out for each other, and Dr. Fletcher know what I'm talking about. I just got to be quiet. That's, <laughs> wow. That's why he's laughing. I can't say too much more. Well, nobody come looking for me. Uh, but yeah, they look out for each other, man. I, I and you take that with you how you want to take it. But like Washington beat Oregon. Mm-hmm. If Oregon gives Washington their first loss, both teams are sitting really pretty. I don't know about uh, that one though. They will be sitting. It really depends. Pretty. It depends because. You got if Florida State wins, they're undefeated still. Georgia's gonna get in even if they lose the SEC championship game, so that's two spots taken. And but let's say Georgia wins, then they're undefeated, and Michigan uh, is, is almost certainly gonna beat Iowa. They're gonna be in, and then if Florida, Florida State, State out because if, if they, they lose, they, they're if, out. But if they lose, they definitely out because For the quarterback sure. hurt. Nobody, they're not gonna they, promote no, them. Nobody wants them in. Anyway. Nobody wants them but in. If they win, if, if you go, if they go undefeated, including in a conference championship in the Power Five conference, they're gonna be in the playoff. But if they win, and if they barely win, it, the, the, the committee's still going to drop them significantly, and Washington is still probably going to be above them because of the quarterback injury. Not with a loss. Not if not if Washington has a loss and Florida State doesn't. I don't think so. But, Andy, what's on your mind? 
And I was just thinking about the the Pac-12 conference. I feel like <clears throat> nationally, the Pac-12 conference doesn't really get much respect. So based off what you guys are saying, I just don't see any mm. of them getting that invitation. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, he's he's ab- he's absolutely right about the respect factor there. But I think this has been an exceptionally good year for the Pac-12 in, in its final year, uh, the final year that the Pac-12 is in existence. So uh, so we'll see. Uh, about that one and the NBA in-season tournament matchups here you got the Lakers versus the Suns Kings versus the Pelicans those are the four Western Conference teams uh, still in it the Nuggets are not in it uh, and in the Eastern Conference you got the Bucks and the versus the Knicks and the Pacers versus the Celtics so those are your your four matchups there that the four the eight remaining teams in the NBA in-season tournament so uh, that's what I, I just wanted to get you guys thoughts on that game because it's, it's fascinating and what about uh what about Alabama and Georgia? Does Alabama have a chance? Georgia is five and a half point favorites. Uh, Dr. Fletcher, go ahead. Alabama always has a chance. Uh, Nick Saban is, is a is a wizard of of college football uh, schemes. Even though their quarterback is by far their weakest link, he's he's developed um, he's developed over the 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 season. Early in the season, he. He got benched. He flat out got benched. He was the reason why they were losing games. All around him, again, are blue chip talent. I think that right now they're 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 hot, right? So I would not doubt if Alabama wins. I am not sold on Georgia. They are not as strong as they've been, even though they are you know repeat two times over champions. I will say this though. With the way that Georgia has run on the heels of what we just talked about, I will say this: If Washington wins tonight, they are in. History shows oh, yeah. that the SEC is the only conference that the college football playoff voters will allow late season. If if in the SEC championship, the one lost team versus a undefeated team wins, both have gotten in. Mm-hmm. No other conference. So I would absolutely, if, if Alabama wins this weekend over Georgia, they, I think they both get in. They both get and in. And then if Washington wins, they are in, and, of course, Michigan. Yep, okay. Unless there's uh, Iowa somehow pulls off a miraculous upset, which I do not see happening. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's 0-0. Zero, zero. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not happening. Ain't no way that happens. Uh, all right, let's um, let's move on to uh, to LeBron James. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, uh, do we have that clip, Andy? That LeBron James clip. Let's hear what LeBron James had to say uh, about potentially. Oh, I don't, we don't have that clip. Right, we'll, we'll come back to that one. Let's go to let's go to Gavin Newsom. Uh, we'll we'll come back to LeBron James and him uh, potentially missing um, his uh, his Laker a Laker game for his son's debut game at USC. So uh, so last night, uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of uh, California, and Ron DeSantis, the extraordinarily awkward governor of Florida. They had a debate, and as you may uh, know or you may be thinking about, why are they debating? They're not competing against each other. Uh, Gavin Newsom isn't running for office. He's the current governor of California. Ron DeSantis is running for office. He's the current governor of Florida, but he's running for president in the Republican presidential primary. But why are they debating each other? It's, it's, it's just for fun. It's like an exhibition game. It's like a preseason game. It's like a, a friendly, a international friendly in soccer. It's like, it's just a, 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 something that they're doing because they don't like each other and they want to have a discussion. So 
let's let's hear uh, a couple of my favorite moments. I didn't watch the whole thing because uh, who has time? But uh, <laughs> I did uh, did see some highlights and uh, some some favorite moments. And uh, let's uh, let's take a li- listen to the first uh, clip of that. I, I'm the one. That, I'm the only guy here. that's a border state governor. You're trolling folks and trying to find migrants to play political games to try to get some news and attention so you can out Trump Trump. And by the way, how's that going for you, Ron? You're down 41 points in your own home state. That is perfect. That's funny. That is just perfect. You're down 41 points in your your own home state. How do you even come back from that? What are you going to say? Yeah, well, you're ugly. I mean, what? uh, Andy, what's up? No, I just wanted to say I think it's more than just an exhibition. I will call it a tryout hmm. for Gavin Newsom because obviously mm-hmm. uh, DeSantis is already like, you know, running for president, right? Mm-hmm. There's rumors or whatever, speculation that Newsom wants to run for president. Oh, he does. This Definitely this does. was his test run to kind of see if he, and think about it, of all the Republican candidates, Ron DeSantis, right? So I think this is more of a tryout. To see if you know if America will, would warm up to Newsom, yeah, and and that's that's absolutely a valid point. And if you think about exhibitions, they are kind of evaluatory. The people do use them to kind of see who's going to get some playing time, who's going to get cut. Um, but I think this was a, a vehicle for Gavin Newsom to to kind of show the nation, listen, this is me putting on for us. He was he was defending Joe Biden. He's made it clear he's not running this cycle. But I think everyone who follows politics knows. Gavin Newsom will be running in 2028, regardless oh, of who wins in 2024. And Ron DeSantis, he, he is running a horrible campaign. He's going to lose miserably in this campaign, and I don't see him ever being able to win a presidential campaign. So this was a good chance for um, for Ron DeSantis to, to get beat up on. This is a good chance for Gavin Newsom to, to, to just land some, some solid jabs and, and haymakers. Let's hear uh, clip number two, Andy. I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm, I'm here uh, to tell the truth about the Biden-Harris record and also compare and contrast Ron DeSantis's record and the Republican Party's record as a point of contrast that's as different as daylight and darkness. You want to bring us back to a pre-1960s world, America in reverse. Uh, you want to roll back hard-earned national rights on voting rights, on civil rights, on LGBTQ rights, on women's rights, not just access to abortion, but also access to contraception. You want to weaponize grievance. You are focusing on false separateness. You in particular, Ron, are on a banning binge, a cultural purge, intimidating and humiliating people you disagree with. You and President Trump are really trying to light democracy on fire. So, Sean, there are profound differences tonight, and I look forward to engaging, but there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. Woo! <laughs> that is, uh, I appreciate you sending that clip over, Dr. Fletcher. That's uh, that's how you that's how you lay it down right there. Not- <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that, Andy. Yeah, that's uh, that's how you lay it down right there. Neither of us is going to be the nominee for our party, and I would have added if it was me. I would have said, I'm not even running, and we are going to have the same result because neither <laughs> of us is is going to be our party's nominee. That's like when you say when, when someone played in a game, an NBA game, and they scored zero points. It's like, hey, they had as many points as I did, and I didn't even play in the game. And so that's that was that was a solid uh, a solid blow right there. But, uh, Dr. Fletcher, your thoughts on – I know it was a weird debate, 
I know it was like kind of pointless, but mm-hmm. uh, but what were your thoughts on all we just heard and on the debate overall? It was a stunt. It was a stunt that backfired on DeSantis. It was more of the same. He's had such a uh, ill-advised, misguided campaign from the beginning, and <laughs> I fully believe that he tried to use this as a stunt to to bolster this fledgling campaign. And it, it turned out to, to, to be like, uh, like Rocky, like Ivan Drago and Apollo Creed. The guy, the guy just kept pummeling, uh, DeSantis. <laughs> and it wasn't a fair fight. It was supposed to be an exhibition and it turned into something that DeSantis and his team clearly did not expect it to be. And they've been, they've been throwing insults at each other from across the country in sort of an odd sparring session for months now, right? Mm-hmm. So then you create this 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 uh staged event with Sean Hannity of all people moderating <laughs> it. Right. And so it's really two and, on one. And, and Gavin goes behind yeah, Ga- Gavin goes behind enemy lines knowing that he's dealing with two ill equipped people mm-hmm. with this. So Newsom I one hundred percent and Andy Andy absolutely is spot on in my opinion. This was a brilliant tactical move by Gavin Newsom. He knew it wasn't a fair fight. He knew that he was going to give a lot of people uh, um, um, sort of validation in their disdain for DeSantis as well as Sean Hannity and Fox News, took them on on their own territory and own turf, dominated them, and walked away looking really good for 2028. So it was a a one-sided win last night and it was more of the same from ron DeSantis. whomever's giving him political advice oh my goodness he needs to have a conversation with them i'll back and he's i don't even think the best advice in the world could help him he's just he's just manifestly unlikable and he's just extraordinarily awkward and he he's just not he just doesn't have it he does not have the uh-huh. it factor of what it takes to be someone who who can be nationally recognized as someone who could lead the country. He's just, he's, 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 he's horrible. He's a horrible speaker. He's awkward. He's weird. Uh, he, he just makes weird facial expressions when he's talking and when he's not talking, he's just, um, he's just an overall really weird guy. Um, so, uh, uh, we'll get your thoughts when we, we got to step aside for a quick second, Danny, but we'll get your thoughts when we come forward right after this news traffic and sports update on KBLA talk 1580. Like the present. Let's get back to more of Ariva Martin in real time on KBLA Talk 1580. And we're back on Ariva Martin in real time. The Friday edition. Avi Bernard here with you every Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific, whether you are listening here in L.A. on 1580 a.m. or on the free KBLA app or uh, listening to and watching us here on YouTube. So let's, uh, let's talk about LeBron James. He has... He's obviously the one of the best players in NBA history, if not the best player. He has been a, a model uh, person uh, on and off the floor. He has uh, he has um, been someone who has incredible business acumen. He has just he's he seems seemingly done everything right, and um, I'm, I'm uh, he has turned me into a LeBron fan. You know, I, I'm, I'm from LA. I've always a Kobe fan. I still am, and I, I, but I no longer believe you have to be either or. You know, um, LeBron, especially with LeBron being a Laker now, and, and so uh, I, I really respect LeBron, and I and I and this this uh, instance is uh, no different because he says he'll you know 
we know that Ronnie James had uh, a, a really scary incident happen where he went into cardiac arrest during a practice uh, at USC where he's a freshman, his first year there, after being a standout high school player with uh, very high expectations, uh, not only in college but potentially of making the NBA. Of course, just being LeBron, LeBron James' son will, will, will have high expectations whether or not they're realistic. And and so Ronnie James had that incident happen, and it, it was unclear whether he would be able to play basketball. But he has now been medically cleared to play, uh, thankfully. We're very grateful for that. And LeBron James said oh, if his game, if Ronnie James, his son, if his game is on the same day as a Laker game, I'm going to miss Laker game. I told the guys. Uh, but uh, but let's, uh, let's, hear what LeBron, let's hear from LeBron James' mouth, Andy forward to his first game whenever whenever he's cleared and whenever he's ready to have his first game um i already told my teammates um that if they play on the same day we play and then i'm gonna have to catch the next game so yeah, i told you on, i told you on the plane uh, family over everything champs i love y'all uh if i definitely got to see ronnie's first you know his college game whenever he's clear and ready to go yeah, you hear uh, LeBron James' teammates kind of, uh, kind of messing with them there in the background, but, uh, but yeah, I, lo- I love this man. You know, I think it's, uh, it is family over everything, and uh, any any parent is going to miss work for an important moment in their child's life, and this is a very important moment in in, in his son's life, especially after that that horrible incident. I think that probably even magnified it for them by a lot. Uh, but uh, but Danny, you're a former college basketball player at UNLV. Um, let's get your let's go to you first on this. Let's um, let's uh, let's get your perspective on 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 LeBron James uh, saying he'll, he'll miss a game for for Bronny James' debut. Well, you know he's gonna catch some flat, especially if the Lakers lose that game or if they lose some consecutive games prior to that. Um, and then if USC loses. Drops a couple of games, right? People are going to say, why are you going? But people have to understand the significance of Le- 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 LeBron James being there and the family. I'm sure the whole family will be there. Um, when you go down uh, like that, like Bronny did, and then now you recover, and it, it was an accomplishment for him to uh, recover in terms of doing what he needed to do to get back healthy, you need – like you, your coaches and your brothers, that's fine. But it's not like your family, Right. Trust me, you know, I remember playing in college and, you know, you're playing way back east somewhere or something and the players from that region come out and they got all their family and cousins. You come out and it's like, you know, it's like that Tom Slick cartoon. Yay, the one guy saying yay. It's like that, right? So it's, 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 it's not just the fact that his dad is the LeBron James. That's his father, right? That's his mother. That's his brothers and whoever else shows up that's close. And, uh, you know, he needs to be there. Uh, but I know some people are going to be, you know, say some stuff. People always got something to say. Everybody got an opinion. That's a bad thing, too, sometimes. <laughs> be quiet. I mean, this man is going to show up, you know, whether Lakers lose, whatever. But the, but, but the thing is, the bottom line is that he needs to be there, and he's going to be highly criticized in a lot of uh, areas for sure, right? Um, but at the same time, he's a dad, and he's supporting his son, right? Because – you know, we know black fatherhood has been under attack for decades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he needs to be there. Because if he don't go, <laughs> he's going to get criticized. If he goes, he gets criticized. So just go ahead and go. You know what I mean? He'll regret it if he didn't go. 
I don't think uh, I don't think he should be criticized if he doesn't go. You know, I, and you're probably right that some people will find. You know, people are always going to hate on yeah. LeBron, but he shouldn't be criticized for that. I don't I don't know how anybody could. I mean, especially considering the medical uh, scare that his son had. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there's probably that thought at the back of your mind too, man. I got to be there just. What if something happens, you know? Yeah, just be there, period, yeah. Well, Andy, what's up? The criticism is coming simply because if you look back in, uh, I believe it was 2001, Vince Carter, game seven, second round of the playoffs, was like, yo, I'm going to go to uh, North Carolina to get my degree real quick, and then I'm going to come back and play this game. I mean, you know, he was there to play the game, but the fact that he still left mm-hmm. and came back got criticism. LeBron James is going to get criticism regardless. Yeah, and even people always find a way to criticize athletes when when their team doesn't win. I remember Mookie Betts, uh, not this year in the playoffs, which the Dodgers were horrible, but last year in the playoffs, which the Dodgers were also horrible, when they lost to the Padres, and Mookie Betts celebrated his birthday. I think it was the day before a game. They didn't have a day a game that day, but he went bowling on, on the on, on for his birthday, and it was like the the week of the of the the series. And they didn't have a game that day, but people criticized him for that, saying that he probably, you know, probably wasn't ready partially because he went bowling on his birthday. But, uh, but uh, Dr. Fletcher, uh, let's bring you in here and um, and get your thoughts on LeBron James saying he's going to miss a Laker game to be at uh, Bronny's debut. Yeah, see, I don't think he'll get much criticism at all um, from the overwhelming majority of the media outside of. You know, the the sensationalized talking heads like the Skip Baylesses of the world who have made their mints on just being contrarian. I don't think that he will. And the reason why is because how the media works. The media looks for the biggest headline and everything else gets pushed down. I think the biggest headline is going to be, especially on the heels of the Mar Hamlin situation mm. and how big cardiac situations and responses and heroic comeback stories have been over the last year, the media works in a way that is going to grasp the biggest straw. And the biggest one is going to be what's going to happen. Is he going to suffer another episode? Is he going to come back and, and drop, you know, 15 and, and seven? And is he going, what is he going to look like? On top of, it's just going to be his debut in general mm-hmm. in college basketball. So the media normally gravitates towards the biggest headline. And LeBron being there, missing a regular season game, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to rise to the level to warrant criticism that is going to supersede the biggest headline that is going to be Bronny and his debut and he's LeBron's son and oh by the way had a cardiac episode and DeMar Hamlin and all these 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 issues that the media just fawns over I don't think there's going to be room to criticize LeBron from the majority of mainstream media but just in general Again, it's a, it's a regular season game. This is not like when Draymond Green said, I'm going to bounce on the Warriors when LeBron breaks the all-time score record. That was just <laughs> silly, in my opinion, right? Like, you just welcomed criticism, Draymond, when you did that. That's your homeboy. Y'all in clutch sports. People think y'all already in cahoots because you party all the time. It, it's just a bad look on his angle. This is a dad mm-hmm. coming to watch his son, even if it wasn't the history 
of the cardiac episode, mm-hmm. I don't think he would get a whole lot of flack anyway, to be honest with you. It's a regular season game. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And an update, uh, Washington has taken a 10-0 lead over Oregon here in the first quarter. Wow. Uh, and, mm. uh, so, That's very uh, interesting. Yeah, so Oregon, uh, they went mm. three and out on their first drive, and they punted in a a uh, player by the, by the name of Jeremy what? Jeremy Bernard. Took a thirty-two, uh, mm-hmm. took the punt thirty-two yards to put the Washington in scoring <laughs> position. He didn't take it to the house, but he took it uh, to to scoring range. And Washington put it in the end zone shortly after that. What's on your mind, Andy? Not just uh, you know back on the you know Bronny James. It is a big deal for LeBron James because I know he said it several times. This is the first James member to ever go to college. Mm-hmm. So That's a good point. Makes perfect mm-hmm. sense for him to be there. That's a good point. LeBron James obviously went to the NBA mm-hmm. right out of high school, never played in college basketball. Uh, it's a big moment for his whole family. And so that's, that's, that's an excellent point. When we come forward, let's talk about the biggest scandal to rock the Target Corporation in history. <laughs> Them having a gay nutcracker. If you, let, if you let Fox News tell it. We'll, we'll get into that story right when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. And it is the Friday edition of Ariva Martin in Real Time. Avi Bernard here with you with Dr. Sean Fletcher of San Jose State University and Danny Griffin, educator, entrepreneur, and motivational speaker. I'm so grateful to both of you for, for joining me uh, every other Friday for the Friday group chat. It's uh, it's always such a good time in addition to, to a great conversation. So uh, I want to get into uh, this, the story that has rocked the nation. It is Target having the nerve to have a gay nutcracker and a black disabled Santa Claus. Andy, let's roll the clip. Gay nutcracker, complete with a rainbow hat, a trans flag, full price, $12, but right now it's on sale for eight. Target also sells Santa ornaments, but Target's Santa is in a wheelchair and is black doesn't make sense you have to ask yourself you know why do they keep pushing this who are they trying to appeal to because despite how what the media portrays or how politicians are voting this doesn't represent the overwhelming majority of how this country really how the world feels on this issue I I think majority of people parents especially uh, they can acknowledge that gay nutcracker and black disabled Santa uh, has gone way too far okay I'm going to try to take a deep breath on this one. That that last woman you heard speaking is by the name of Riley Gaines, who is identified as an athlete and anti-trans personality, whatever the hell that means. So they're talking about Target selling selling items of two fictitious characters, characters that are not real, who do not have actual races or identities or sexual orientations because they're not real these are not real things if target wants to sell a gay nutcracker or a black disabled santa don't buy it if you don't want to buy it what is your problem This is the free speech crowd over at Fox News. The quote-unquote free speech crowd. But y'all get mad when someone else has another option. It's an option to buy something else at Target. Don't buy it if you don't want to buy it. What's the issue? What's your problem? Fox News and the hard right, which they shouldn't even be called the right because they're wrong. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fox News and conservatives, they thrive on hate and and just trying to make it impossible for anyone who doesn't agree with them to live their life. Dr. Fletcher, uh, uh, let's get your thoughts on uh, on the, the horrible scandal that Fox News dedicated airtime to. They actually dedicated airtime to this. What are your thoughts, Dr. Fletcher? Well, they, they've, they've dedicated uh, airtime to many trivial topics. Um, because, again, it's, it's a formula, like you said, Avi. It's a formula that, again, they're still trying to, to operate under because they believe that this is what their, their viewers want to hear. And it is a, a, a failing proposition, but they're still pushing it. Um, to try to again sensationalize and gaslight these 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 different issues to get people to believe something that obviously is just bred off of hatred. The woman's title is anti-trans. Who would be that matter of fact in labeling hate? You you are actually creating a title that is enveloped in in hate that you are anti a group of people who are trying to live their lives freely. Again, it's an example of them showing their true colors. It is becoming louder. It's not even discreet and hidden anymore. You are upset over, again, fictitious characters, but they're, they're representations of something you don't want. You want and long for, as Gavin Newsom said last night, to, to Ron DeSantis, you want to take us back to the 1950s and 60s. You want us to live life in reverse when everything was white, when your institutions were white, when your your heroes were white, even the fake ones were white, your Santa Claus was white. Everything around you that you held dear and nostalgic was white, and you want to preserve that by all means necessary. It's not even hidden anymore. So it's more the same for me. Mm. Danny, get in on this. Man, I won't tell my age, but I've been around a very long time. Let's just say the green machine is Stretch Armstrong. And I'm going to be honest with you. You, you can't get <laughs> Dr. Fletcher know what I'm talking about. So we remember when you didn't even have representation of, of certain things in, in, in stores and the Woolworths and the Newberries and the Zodies. And I'm telling my age, but... You know, we didn't have all of this stuff on TV. And so I'm, I'm not getting caught up in a consumer trap either, right? Because a lot of people are, corporations are using, you know, LGBTQ community. They're using African-Americans and all other people uh, uh, to, to for dollars, for campaigns, for all this stuff. I don't even get caught up in that. I can really care less what anybody sells. I only care what I buy and what my personal household has. So I don't take it either way. I care less. And when we put fuel in the fire, we're buying into this stuff, right? Because just because they sell that don't mean they support it. They could be manipulating the fact that they're selling it, right? I'm not going to get appeased because somebody's selling a black Santa or it's a black Santa on Crenshaw Slauson taking pictures for the kids. You know, I'm not buying into that. I only buy into what I need to, right? I just got a meme that the Jackson Five made Christmas songs, but they were Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> That's hilarious, right? So I'm dropping the mic on that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I dropped the mic. On that. <laughs> 
<laughs> hilarious. <laughs> hilarious, man. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying, though. That's exactly what I'm saying, is that if you're not buying it, what does yeah, it matter? Cares. Who cares? <laughs> if there's if someone's buying, if someone's selling a, a Latino Santa Claus or a, a Middle Eastern Santa Claus, yeah, like who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Go go ahead, sell it, buy it if you want to. Don't buy it if you don't want to. I don't understand why they have such a, a problem with 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 this kind of thing. For once again, characters who are not real. But I'm used to the to 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 the Batman or the James Bond. Uh, being re- being white, being white, damn it! I, I just it's just it's. Idris just Elba for Bond, by the way. Uh, he he would make a great Bond. He would make a great Bond, absolutely. Um, and so uh, before we get out of here, uh, fellas, uh, you know we we've covered a lot of ground, and um, I just uh, I, I wanted to to get your thoughts on. Um, Anything uh, we got? We got about two minutes left here. Uh, anything else that uh, that that you're going to be getting into this weekend, other than watching uh, college football, Doctor Fletcher? No, a lot of college football, a lot of a lot of Christmas decorations, a mm-hmm. uh, lot of lot of uh, hanging out with the with the kids and making sure uh, that I, I spend this downtime with, with with family. I'm on my LeBron James tip as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But quickly, let me circle back to the, the end season tournament for for Andy. Oh yeah, that's I, right, that's I'm right, that's right, exactly. Of this of this <laughs> of this group chat, and Andy, my 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 weekly lock is, is going to be the Bucks, simply because Dame Lillard said that he is on board with getting uh, his bench players this five hundred grand. So that's my lock of the week. Okay, now Andy. watch they lose. <laughs> I was about to say, I expect big money now. <laughs> hey, well, there you go. I mean, Dr. Fletcher ain't been wrong yet. He uh, he took the Washington Huskies to win the game outright, even though they're ten point dogs, ten point underdogs, which means uh, Vegas, the odds makers in Vegas have them as ten points, ten point underdogs to Oregon, and yet they are up by ten points right now. At the end of the first quarter, the start of the second, uh, Washington is up ten nothing, and I do have some money on the Washington money line. So come on, Dubs. Let's 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 finish let's, let's finish this out. Uh, and I know you said you picked them to win the championship, Doctor Fletcher. If uh, if they if you had gotten a ticket on them uh, earlier in the season, you probably could have got thirty five forty to one. Mm. I mean, I mean, my goodness. I mean, just crazy odds. If you put like if you, if it's thirty five to one, let's say, and you put a hundred on it, then and they end up winning. That's thirty five hundred dollars just on a hundred dollar bet. That's but then you got to have some really mm-hmm. you got to have some conviction. And you know you got to really think. Okay, this team, I think they got a shot. And obviously, if you're betting on it, making a bet on something that's thirty-five to one, then you have, you know you have a chance to lose, and that's fine. Sometimes you lose, but if you if you're making bets like that, that's a that's a that's a come up right there if they if they end up cashing. But uh, Danny Griffin, I got twenty seconds for you. Any what you doing this weekend? Hey, L.A. people, we got I'm, I'm, I'm Christmas tree. Uh, it's not Christmas tree lane. Where's it? Candy cane lane, Sleepy Hollow, and uh, I need to see some Christmas trees. I'm a holiday fiend. Okay. Birthday in January, so I'm holiday fiend. So, okay. And I watch Lifetime and Hallmark. <laughs> but I just added BET Plus, so don't hate. I just added BET Plus. I won't watch the BET Awards, but I added BET Plus to watch Christmas movies. H- hilarious, man. <laughs> My wife got the Christmas tree up already, and I saw a meme on Instagram that said, it had a picture of a shed. So here's a picture of my Christmas tree because it's still in the shed because it's November. Anyway. Where uh, it belongs. <laughs> y'all have fake or real? Work. That's the question. Do we buy fake or real? Dr. Fletcher, got to buy the fake. Dr. Fletcher, appreciate you. Danny, 
Griffin, appreciate you. Have a great weekend. Likewise. Likewise. The Raw Report is up next right here on Cable Talk 1580. I'm Avi Bernard, and I am gone.